0: hello and welcome to the self-improvement book club with rachel we are back this week with the book the Inpass survival guide life strategies for sensitive people by judith orloff we talked a little last week on some of this book i covered about half of it and we're talking about sensitive people in pass. so what are some signs that you could be highly sensitive, or empathic. Number one sign is that you are easily overwhelmed by the emotions of others. So you may feel other people's emotions as if they were your own. So you could literally jump in their shoes and feel what they're feeling. This can be very overwhelming, especially if they're strong emotions. Number two is that you are drained by being around people. This is because you are absorbing the emotions of others and it can leave you feeling drained and depleted. Also another big sign is that you're sensitive to energy in general. So you can feel the energy of places, of people, and this can affect you emotionally. For example, you may may feel uneasy in crowds or around someone who's feeling really angry you have strong intuitions, you can sense things that others cannot, you can put the pieces together that others cannot. And this helps you make decisions. And it connects you with other people in a way where people just feel comfortable with you right away. You also are attracted to helping others, you have a strong sense of desire to help. And you're drawn to those that are struggling. So if you feel like you fit into this, this empath guide may help you. And today we are talking on the subject of protecting yourself from narcissists and other energy vampires. So often energy vampires are attracted to the openness and loving heart of an empath. Sensitive people need to be prepared for them because some people can suck the positivity and peacefulness right out of you. And these are what we call energy vampires. So in the book, it gives you some signs that you meet someone and how you can tell they are an energy vampire. So if you're feeling tired and want to go to sleep, this could be a sign. If you're suddenly in a terrible mood, or you feel sick, or you don't feel seen or heard around that person, Also, if you're reaching for sugars or carbohydrates for a boost after being with this person, or you start to doubt yourself and become self-critical after you are in the presence of someone like this, you also may become anxious, angry, negative, and you didn't feel like that before you were with the person. You may feel shameful, controlled, or judged. These are some signs that you are with an energy vampire. And in this book, they name seven types of energy vampires. And number one on the list is dun, 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 the narcissist. Now I do think sometimes narcissists, that term is overused because it really is a rarer personality disorder. And I think we all have some traits of narcissism in some way that doesn't make you a full blown narcissist. So they, of course, can be the most destructive to inpass the narcissist. And again, in this book, they're referring to full-blown narcissists, not simply people with a few characteristics. So, narcissists are people without empathy. So, inpass are people with a lot of empathy. So, they are on the opposite sides of the spectrum, which is oddly sometimes why. They could attract. Because narcissists lack the empathy, they will sometimes do a lot of harmful things. And one technique is called gaslighting, which distorts the other person's perception of reality by intentionally setting up crazy making situations that they then question the person's sanity and react to them as if they were crazy. They also oftentimes rewrite the past or deny certain events took place. And sadly, sometimes empaths believe them. So how can you protect yourself? Number one, lower your expectation of the narcissist's emotional capabilities. Do not let yourself be manipulated. And do not expect someone who is a narcissist to respect your sensitivities. They are extremely cold people. Do not, the book says, fall in love with a narcissist, run the opposite direction, no matter how attracted you feel. Try to avoid working with a narcissistic boss. But if you're stuck with a boss who's a narcissist, do not let your self-esteem depend on their reactions. Another thing the book says is to stroke the narcissist ego. So you want to frame your requests in terms of how it can benefit them. And this is the only way to get through to a narcissist, unfortunately. If you can stop all contact, do so. Practice the cutting cord visualization that I talked about in the previous podcast which was part one of this and that is in a calm state picturing a light connected to both of you inwardly saying thank you for what you learned from the relationship even if the lessons were hard and then firmly assert it's time to completely break our bonds Next, visualize taking a pair of scissors and cutting the bond completely so you're free of these energetic ties. This visualization will help you release the relationship and remove any lingering energy. So have that ready if you need to cut the cord with a narcissist friend, someone you are in some kind of partnership with or a boss or anything like that, a family member or anyone else. And the other number two energy vampire is the rageaholic. This is someone obviously with a lot of anger and they yells a lot. And when someone yells or there's a lot of arguing, if you're highly sensitive, you can feel this inside of you and it can actually manifest as physical pain. So this can be really hard to be around and it can be a lot of sensory overload to have loud noises, arguments. And anger around you. So sometimes people vent, and sometimes people dump on you. So knowing the difference helps with knowing if you're around a rage holic. So venting feels healthy, and the time is limited. So when venting, you just stick to the topic. You don't keep repeating the same point. You don't blame. You don't fall into victim mode. You're accountable for your part and you stay open to solutions. So venting can be really healthy. It's a little different than complaining or kind of letting things out and you're looking for solutions. And again, you're not going into victim mentality. So dumping is a little different. It feels toxic, and it can go on and on. Um, someone who's dumping can overwhelm someone else with many issues. So you're not staying on topic. They can keep repeating the same point over and over. They just continuously blame everyone else. They play the victim. They show no accountability for their part in the matter. They don't see anything in themselves that they could tweak, and they're not open to solutions. So it usually energy vampires will dump versus vent. So that's something to be aware of. And the book goes on to energy vampire number three, which is the victim. So energy vampires with a victim mentality drain and pass with the mentality of the world is against me. So not taking responsibility for any of the problems in your life can be this toxic way of going about things and they are victims. So this can be very draining. So even though empaths like to be compassionate, they need to set clear boundaries and they can set those with compassion. Also, if you're talking to one of these people and you're getting drained, limit your phone call or time together to just a few minutes. Briefly say you support them and move on. The next energy vampire is the drama queen or king. These types of people drain sensitive people by overloading them with non-stop drama. This happened, that happened, and oh my gosh, and there are feelings all, all over the place. So don't ask these people how they're doing because you really don't want to know. If you've already realized someone can be really dramatic, then maybe don't ask them. Also, breathe deeply when a drama queen or king starts up, take deep breaths, stay calm, do not get caught up in their stories. Set again, kind but firm limits. So for example, you might say to a friend that keeps canceling your plans, I'm so sorry for all your mishaps, but let's not reschedule things until you you have your life a little settled down and, and we can actually plan something. So you know, setting limits, if they're canceling over and over because of drama, then let that go for a while, tell them you'll reschedule later. And energy vampire number five are control freaks or critics. So getting criticized all the time, especially for a sensitive person is is really hard it can feel like you're doing nothing right and someone's always trying to tell you how to do things which is the control part so it can feel like ongoing nitpicking and can drain your energy so you have to find your assertive side and tell this type that you are feeling defensive and defensiveness can shut things down so make sure you say things like i value your advice But I think I want to approach this situation myself and do it my way. Politely ask the person to stop criticizing you. Be firm and try to be not emotional. And if you notice you're feeling inadequate around a controller or critic, identify the self-esteem issues that have been triggering you and focus on healing them. So the energy vampire number six is the nonstop talker. You know, these people, you can't get a a word in edgewise. They talk, talk, talk to the point where you're not even really engaged with them. You might feel trapped or you may be trying to get out of the conversation or you want to participate, but they won't let you in. So Non-stop talkers don't respond very well to nonverbal cues. So just remember that. They don't really understand those nonverbals. So simply look looking impatient or restless doesn't work. You must actually interrupt them, and this is hard. Be tactful. Although you may really feel like saying, be quiet, you're driving me crazy. That would make someone defensive or angry. Instead, smile and say something like, please excuse me for interrupting, but I need to talk to someone else at this party. Or something like, I have an appointment I must keep. It was nice talking to you. Or say, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I have to go to the bathroom. So something like that would be more of a polite way to get out of the conversation. And we are at our final energy vampire, which is passive aggressive people. Yes, passive-aggressive people express their anger with a smile. They sugarcoat their hostility, but you can intuitively sense their anger behind that pleasant facade. So this can be hard to deal with. So don't question your response to a passive-aggressive person. Just because their anger is so hidden doesn't mean it's not real. You can trust your intuition here. Recognize the pattern and address the behavior with the person. Focus on resolving one issue at a time so the passive aggressive person doesn't feel attacked. I mean, they're passive aggressive for a reason. They have trouble bringing up their anger, so be sensitive to that. For example, if a friend keeps saying yes to helping you with a task, but then ends up not really helping you or following through, Call it out, but in a neutral tone. Say something like, please don't make a commitment if you can't follow through with it. And then notice how they respond. They may apologize or they may say something else. If you can't get a direct answer, ask the person to clarify their position. It's important to address the behavior and find a solution. So there are the seven energy vampires and how to protect your energy keep reading, keep growing, keep believing in yourself. And we are all a work in progress, not perfect, but striving every day. Have a good one.